At the Canaan Church, our mission is bringing people to Christ and helping every person to become a mature disciple in Christ. Canaan Christian Church, where people dare to dream. In the gospel as recorded by St. Luke, and thank God for this praise team, and thank God for Tyler. Amen. In, in the gospel of Luke, chapter 2, <coughs> beginning with verse 8, and reading through verse 14, Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 14, there is this word. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to teach today from the idea, good news makes me want to holler. Good news makes me want to holler. Lord, give me a thousand more just like him. Yeah. Sunday after Sunday, as the people of God, we make our way into the house of the Lord to give God glory and honor and praise. Sunday after Sunday, we come to church and we come to act like him. Sunday after Sunday, we enter into this sacred space with the purpose of making some noise. Because when we wake up on Sunday morning and we think about what God has done for us in Christ, and when we think about how far the Lord has brought us from and how good he's been to us. And then when we consider after we wake up that we still are in our right mind <clears throat> and we still have the activity of our limbs. We purpose in our heart. When I get to church, I'm going to make some noise. We're in the car driving to church. 
And while we are driving, the percolator is turning over. And we keep thinking about his mercy, think about his grace, thinking about his loving kindness. And if the truth be told, we really start praising him before we get here. We're giving him a praise in the car. Get out on the parking lot with a hallelujah on our lips. Walk in the door with the intention. It ain't by accident. It ain't by happenstance. I see you, Lavinia. Uh, Lavinia. Yeah, I came to make some noise. I ain't gonna be sedity. I ain't gonna be bourgeoisie. I ain't gonna sit in here like a cow looking at a new gate. I ain't gonna sit here like Alice in Wonderland. I came to make some noise. Look at the person side say, he's talking about me. I came to make some noise. I came to make some noise. <coughs> now that's every Sunday. Yeah. I don't, I don't take a Sunday off. I, I ain't got no church service vacation where I come and say I'm going to be quiet on this Sunday. Every Sunday, 52 Sundays a year, 52 Sundays I'm going to holler. 52 Sundays I'm going to make some noise. And somebody might be asking, well, what you hollering about? It's about I'm hollering about what he's already done. I don't need him to do anything new for me to holler. I praise God for the rest of my life just on what he's already done. This ain't no car praise. This ain't no house praise. This ain't no raise on the job praise. This ain't a person beside me praise. Now I'm praising him because I'm saved. I came to make some noise. That's, that's every Sunday. But then on the Christian calendar, there are certain days during the course of the year that are special holy days. Like Christmas, like Easter, like Pentecost Sunday. And if I'm going to come to church every Sunday and give God a praise, a holler, a scream, a shout. God knows on Christmas, Christmas Eve, the Sunday before Christmas, Resurrection Sunday, Pentecost Sunday, I'm going to act like I lost my ever-living mind. I'm going to give God an undignified praise. I'm going to give him a radical praise because he's worthy to be praised. Psalm 100 becomes descriptive of our attitude. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. I'm singing and I don't have the gift to sing, but I'm gonna sing anyhow. Why? Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. 
God made me. God has sustained me. God has taken care of me. God has positioned me. God has blessed me. So I'm going to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. I'm coming in the building in a praise posture. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Why? For the Lord is good. Anybody know he's good? His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. My grandmama praised him. My mama praised him. And I'm going to praise him. Because my house is a house that is marked by generational blessings and not by generational curses. The Lord's been good to my family down through the years. I grew up in a praise house. And in the narrative that serves as the basis of our teaching today, Luke gives us one of the narratives concerning the birth of Christ. Luke says that angel showed up to shepherds on a hillside with some good news. The angel showed up to shepherds. The angel did not show up to the high priest and other people who were serving in the temple. The angel did not show up to people of nobility and high class who were looked upon as the respectable people of society. The angel showed up first to shepherds. And shepherds were looked upon as thieves. Um, the only class of people that were lower than shepherds were lepers. But the angel showed up to shepherds. The angel did not show up to the quote-unquote good people, the respectable people of society. The angel showed up to shepherds because God shows himself to people who need him. God, he doesn't show himself to people who think they're self-sufficient. God shows himself to people who feel a need of his presence and his power in their life. This angel showed up to these shepherds on the hillside and the angel had good news. Listen again to verse, listen again to verse, verse 10 and, and 11. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. That means I'm bringing you good news, which would be to all people. Now, what is the good news? For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Good news. The euangelion, the gospel. What is the gospel all about? What is this good news? The good news is that God has given us a Savior. Everybody just shout Savior. He gave us a Savior. 
he gave us good news somebody shout it's good news thank God for good news and that's why every time this year rolls around of Christmas we can ill afford to allow the culture to make us lose sight of what this is all about can't diminish it to Santa Claus can't diminish it to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer can't diminish it to Frosted the Snowman can't diminish it to singing Jingle Bells no because it's about good news and in a world where people are hurting in a world where people seem to be hopeless and helpless somebody needs to remind them that we got some good news Psychiatrists and psychologists remind us every year that this is one of the most critical times of the year. Suicide rates began to skyrocket. People began to take their lives. People grapple with serious cases of depression. But I'm telling somebody in this sanctuary right now who may be feeling kind of down and those of you who are sharing with me through this virtual and online worship experience, I don't care what you're going through. You shake that depressive spirit off of you because I came to tell you I got some good news for you. I got some good news for you. God has given us a savior. A savior. A savior gave us Jesus Christ a savior he saves he heals he delivers he gave us a savior Paul writing about this in Philippians chapter 2 beginning with verse 5 he says let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus who thought it not robbery to be equal with God he wasn't presumptuous about it and yet he emptied himself without losing one drop of his divinity took on the form of a man and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross God in Christ leaves the precincts of glory comes into a world marred by sin, takes on our humanity, limits himself to our humanity, and then became obedient and obedient unto death, went out on a hill called Calvary, and there laid down his life, crucified on a cross, not for sins that he had committed, but for wrongs that we had done, and he gave himself so that you and I could be reconciled and brought back into a meaningful relationship with God in Christ and when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior then God in Christ comes to live in us Christ in you the hope of glory the greatest power in the world the greatest power in the world the greatest power in the world is living in you I don't care where you live. I don't care what you drive. I don't care where you don't live. I don't care what you ain't driving. I don't care what you got. I don't care what you think you don't have. I don't care if you got a host of people around you. If you're by yourself, you can smile. You can have joy. You can have peace. You can have assurance because if God is with you, you and God are enough. <coughs> Look at somebody, tell them, I'm satisfied with Jesus. Oh, I'm satisfied with him. I'm satisfied with him. 
because everything I need, I found it in him. I'm satisfied with Jesus. Hallelujah. I may be walking, but I'm satisfied with Jesus. I may live in a one-room shack, but I'm satisfied with Jesus. I may not be eating what you're eating, but I'm satisfied with Jesus. I may have to take myself to the movie, but I'm satisfied with Jesus. I may not have everything my heart desires, but I'm satisfied with Jesus. Good news. And then, and then, and then Paul, when he writes to the church at Rome, Paul puts it like this. Paul said, but God demonstrated his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't just declare it, he demonstrated it. Hallelujah. Yeah. He, he demonstrated it. He, he showed it. Because love is, is a verb. Love ain't a noun. Love ain't what you say. Love is what you do. Thank you, Jesus. I'm, I married Sandra Fisher. She became Sandra F. Malone. Beautiful wife. Beautiful wife. Beautiful. You know what she told me this morning before I walked out the door? I said, I said, babe, I'm, I'm going on to the church. <clears throat> you know what she said to me before I walked out the house? That girl told me, she said, I love you. And, and, and she tells me that, Keith, every day. Every day. I walk out of that house. Before I walk out, I tell her I'm going to leave. Every day. She says, I love you. And there's something about it, it don't get old. <laughs> she told me this morning, she said, I love you. It, it kind of got all over me. We celebrating next weekend. We've been married 46 years. You, you, you would probably think, you, you probably think after 46 years, if she said, I love you, that I just say, okay. But every time she says it every day, and every time she says it, I just, it, it kind of gets all over me. And, and you know why it gets over me? Because I know she means it. And you want to know why I know she means it? It ain't just because of what she says. It's because of what she does. She demonstrates it. She ain't just talking. She shows me that she loves me. And that's what I love about God. God just don't tell you he loves you. He has demonstrated that he loves you. He loves you when you wouldn't love yourself. He loved you when everybody else walked away from you. When everybody said you wasn't going to beat nothing. When everybody else said that you didn't count. When the devil thought he had you. God told the devil you a lie. I love him. I love her. They are the apple of my eye. And I love them so much. I'm going to do for them what they can't do for themselves. Yes, Lord. 
Look at somebody say, ain't that good news? God will save you. God will heal you. God will, he will deliver you. And I don't care what the circumstances of your life is today. I don't care what kind of challenge you are being confronted with in life today. I don't care how, how low you feel you have fallen. And I don't care how disruptive and dirty you think your life has become. I came to remind you that we got good news in Jesus. <laughs> He'll meet you where you are and he won't leave you where he found you. He'll pick you up, turn you around. I wish I could talk to some witnesses here. Somebody who can say, Pastor, I've been where you're talking about. I ain't always been saved. I ain't always been in church. I ain't always done right. I was lost one time. I was a mess. But I'm saved today because Jesus came into my heart. They called me trash, but Jesus said I was his treasure. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one, no, not one. No one else can heal all our soul's diseases. No, not one. No, not one. Jesus knows all about our struggles. He will guide till the day is done. There's not a friend like the lonely Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. Good news makes me want to holler. After after the angel gave those shepherds that good news, something, Brother Lanier, wonderfully happened. Crystal, a praise broke out. Good news will call for praise. Good news will make you stand on your feet. Good news will make you clap your hands. Good news will make you run and ain't nobody chasing you. Good, good news. Good, good news won't let you sit there. No, no. Good news calls for praise. So verse 13 says, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Sister Coleman, thousands upon thousands of angels showed up 
after the angel gave the shepherds good news a heavenly host thousands upon thousands of angels showed up and they started praising God in cosmic stereo I would have loved to have been there would you have loved to have been there I would have loved to have been there but, but, but just because I wasn't there don't mean I can't holler because as I wrap this up I need to remind you that God did not become an angel when it came to saving us God became a man I'm about, I'm about done because I feel something here God uh, he didn't redeem angels he redeemed us so while I was not there that day when I think about how good the Lord's been to me when I consider what he gave me in Jesus when I think about how far the Lord has brought me from and I think about his hand upon my life I don't need an angel to sing for me I got a song and I sing my song blessed assurance Jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of glory divine heir of salvation purchase of God born of his spirit lost in his love this is my story this is my song I'm praising my savior all the day long I know you got a story I know you got a song but this is this is oh this is my story this is my song I'm praising I'm hollering I'm shouting I'm screaming I'm jumping I'm running all the day long yes 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 hallelujah yes People represent the church no matter where we are. So stay connected and reach others as we grow in Christ.